Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. FoamMyWalls.com. Wall foam insulation for existing homes. Cadell Electric Services for all of your electrical needs. Dallas Bath and Glass, frameless shower doors. And Mr. Restore, fire water storm restoration. And now, broadcasting live from the floor and decor studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton here to help you out. Any home improvement question you have, please feel free to pick up the phone and give me a call because, you know, without your calls, I don't have a whole lot to talk about. This is a caller-driven show on home improvement, whether you're doing the project yourself, thinking about a project, hiring contractors. Hey, maybe you got an inspection because you got your house up for sale. Doesn't matter. Give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out at 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. 9227. And again, any th- question regarding the home. We start from the ground, we go to the top. Doesn't matter. Again, 1 800 288 9227. Don't forget to check out our website as well, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. When you go there, one of the first things I'd like to ask you to do is sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. There's just a little tab up in the upper right-hand corner that you can click on. We sent one out yesterday. Like I said, it goes out every other week. So go to THIPro.com and click on that. But the other thing you're going to find there is all the different sponsors you hear me talk about, people that can help you out. You'll find them on my website, THIPro.com. As well as a place where you can sign up to be a member, that gives you the ability to shoot an email to me directly. 24-7. 24-7. Again, all that's at THIPro.com. But here it is, Saturday. Time to take your calls and answer your questions at 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And I know we had some pretty bad storms come through. In fact, we I had a crew down in Cedar Hill that I was trying to get them on the road and headed back before the storm hit, and they... They just didn't quite make it out of there in time, and so they ended up uh, parking for a little bit while the storm blew through, and it was just a nasty, nasty storm day yes, last night. But it went through quick, caused its damage, and moved on. And now I know other parts of Texas are getting it a little bit today, but, you know, let's face it. That's why they say if you don't like the weather in Texas, stick around a few minutes. It's likely to change, and... Sure enough, it did. We went from just nasty, nasty weather to it turned into a a nice evening. And look at today. You'd never guess we had the weather we had yesterday when you look outside today. However, the ground is so darn wet, it's kind of hard to do anything out there in it today. So a lot of your home improvement projects, I know we're going to be inside today, if you're doing any of them at all. You may be like me. My daughter's getting ready for prom tonight, so 
that's kind of what our household is working on. But, you know, regardless of what you got going, pick up the phone and give me a call with any home improvement question. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And, hey, again, I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Now, I also have uh, where sometimes calls get recorded uh, on a line because I do a network show, a syndicated show as well after this one and people are able to call in on the syndicated show and if the line is busy or it goes into uh, after hours and stuff it'll record some of them and uh, I'm going to start off with one of those today. Yeah Jim, my name is Larry Marsh. i got a question on uh, installing a hot water heater in a mobile home. i got a double wide. If they uh, buy a, a mobile home water heater they're 50 bucks more. It's an electric installation uh, can I just go with a, a regular water heater <laughs> as long as it fits? Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, the first thing I'll tell you is, yeah, it's probably going to be just a regular water heater anyways. That 50 bucks difference, if you go from one supply house to another, you can find a $50 difference in water heaters. The other thing you have to watch is what is the difference in the water heater. Now, I will tell you there's only a few manufacturers of water heaters out there. I think, it, I think we're down to five of them now. And they all just get renamed, replated, going down the assembly line as far as for, uh, you know, who they're for and, uh, you know, what brand it's going to be. So, uh, yes, I think you'll be just fine as long as it fits. I do want to remind everybody, as of April 15th, water heaters have changed. Anything that was manufactured prior to April 15th met the old standards. The new standards required more insulation, which made the, the housing bigger in order to use the same size water heater. So if you have a situation where you got a specific size and it's getting rather old, and by specific size what I mean is that it has to fit into a certain size opening, you may want to consider replacing that water heater sooner than later. All right, let's get ready to head into some calls now at 1-800-288-9227. Ron, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Oh, hi, Jim. Um, I've got a, a second floor uh, deck, and I put a railing up that uh, I bought the panels from a, uh, a Home Depot. And, uh, of course, they're they're treated. And I was wondering if uh, it be money ahead to put anything on them or it's okay just to leave them as they came and... You know, well, about water seal or uh, deck paint. It it will not hurt a thing because treated lumber over time will dry out and start to splinter and and crack and stuff like that. And so, if you put a a coating on it, a sealer, a paint, anything like that, it helps protect from moisture getting into the wood, which causes all that cracking and all that stuff as it dries out. So, absolutely, it would help. The one thing you have to watch though is with treated lumber typically it's wet when you when you originally get it when it's originally shipped out and you have to give it time enough to dry out before you seal it or coat it with any kind of paint or anything but usually that happens you know in a in, in a matter of weeks i see well i've had this up for about three years oh yeah i think it's good and dry up until <laughs> yesterday yeah okay uh just some uh Deck paint. Oh yeah, yeah that that would be just fine. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how often would you uh, reapply that, or would you need to? Well, probably? you Just see, that's a loaded feet. question. It, 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 it's not how often would you. It should be how often should you, because I have a deck out in my backyard, and I should have applied it again last year, and I'm really debating if I'm going to get to it this year. Uh, but, yeah, it should be done typically every other year. I see. And what what happens when you don't reapply it is it, it starts looking dingy. It starts looking old. you got to clean it up, reapply it, and it's good again. But, uh, you know, like a lot of things in life, it's, it's got to make that uh, important list before you get to it. But do you think, the, uh, like, the deck paint would be better than the uh, uh, the thin well, I, what I used, I'll tell you what I used on my deck is a, uh, a stain and then a sealer. And I use Olympic brand. Uh-huh. And I typically get two to three years before I have to reapply it. My problem is I wait too long to reapply the sealer to where I have to re- clean it and restain it as well. I see. But if you if you do it every other year... All you have to reapply is the sealer, and you can do that with a, whether it's a pump-up sprayer or, uh, you know, a, a roller, a brush, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't want to have to do it again, so I might be better off just to go with, the, like, the, the, the sealer instead of the... Um, because I wouldn't have to worry about scraping it off. And... Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Enjoy your you show. You Ron? Well, thank you much. I, I, I enjoy doing it. Okay. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. You can't teach an old Texan new tricks. Man, at 68 years old, I'm still learning stuff from you. Unless you're Jim Tutton. Here's more with Jim on Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by the 2014 Residential HVAC Contractor of the Year, Advent Air, 972-221-4373. Give them a call and, hey, get your AC fixed the way it's supposed to be. And if you need a new one, let me tell you, they got some great rebates and stuff going right now. This is the time of year to be buying AC systems. 1-800-288-9227. All the lines are open, so this is a great time to call. 1-800-288-9227. And I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, that's 1-800-288-9227. All righty. Uh, I, I, I mentioned at the beginning of the show the member site, and I get emails through that that I answer, and I uh, wanted to go over a, one of them that had come in because a lot of people transform their garages into living space. Well, I'm wanting to raise a concrete garage floor to level with the rest of the house. The garage has been closed in with a brick wall. We have been living with the sloped floor, and now I want to level the floor to put in new flooring. What do you think? And what is the best and most cost-efficient method? You know, uh, it, it kind of I always kind of crack up a little bit when people ask for the best and most cost-effective because you know what they rarely are the same thing. So I'm gonna give you both. You got cost-effective and you got the best. 
the best is to pour concrete in there on top of the existing concrete and level it out that way. Uh, and, and it's not difficult because you're going to have more than typically in most garages, more than two inches. So mix in some fiber reinforcing and, and the concrete uh, truck can do that for you. The fiber reinforcing replaces having to put rebar in it. And so you'll just pour it in. You got the edges around on the two sides and the front of the garage, of what was the garage, to give you the right elevations. And on the side where the garage doors were, where the, you now have brick, you just have to, to put some marks going across based on what the sidewalls were, the little lips in the, in the the uh, inside the garage of the concrete. That's the best way to handle it. Your second option, which for a lot of people is more cost effective, is to take two by sixes and rip them as wedges to fill the gap and then deck it with plywood. Now, here's the problem with that. Garage floors are notoriously not even. And so you, you'll rip that two by six and it's only going to be touching in certain areas. When you walk on it, you're going to hear that it's a wood floor versus a solid concrete floor like the rest of the house. So there's a lot of downsides to it. And if you get any moisture that comes up through the garage floor, it can cause those boards to rot. And you know you're getting moisture if you have efflorescence that comes up through in the garage and stuff like that. So for me, if I'm going to do the garage floor, I'm going to pour concrete on it and be done with it and not have to worry about it again. Oh, and the other thing is a lot of people then worry about the weight of the concrete causing a foundation issue. Not a problem at all. It's spread out on such a large area. Your your you know your your concrete floor, your existing foundation doesn't even know you did it. Uh, it feels no pain. Don't worry about it. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and we're going to talk some home improvement here. And, you know, I do want to talk about last night's storm just a little bit because that's the start of what we're going to have time and time again. You know, they're saying El Nino is back. The warm water has moved in to the, the coast on the west coast. And with that, we start getting these fronts that blow through like that. And, you know, it's been a few years since we've had these major, major storms. Have we had a few? Yes. But what we could be facing this year is week after week of these major storms. And we had hail coming with this one that was ping-pong ball-sized ping ball hail. We can get up to baseball size hail, which really starts tearing stuff up. So, you know, I want you to, to use my website, thipro.com, as a resource. When these storms blow through and you're needing to get things taken care of, these are all contractors I've checked out. I know they're going to take care of you. They're going to do a great job for you. And you can use that website as a resource when you need it in order to recover from the damage. And some of those hailstorms and tornadoes, I mean, granted, they can just totally level your house, but most of the time what it's doing is banging stuff up. You know, it's gonna, it can ruin your, sh your roof. It can tear up windows. It definitely will beat the heck out of your landscaping and stuff like that. But again, use my website as a resource, thipro.com. 
Now use the phone number to call and ask your questions, 1-800-288-9227. We'll be back right after news, traffic, and weather with more Texas Home Improvement. Here's the short answer with real estate expert Todd Tremonti. So you're thinking about selling your house and you're considering doing that all by yourself. For sale by owner is not a terrible option. Most real estate professionals will tell you that it's a horrible option. I will tell you that it's a fine option if and only if you're prepared to market your home well, negotiate from a neutral position and not be overly biased, and really understand how to protect yourself and your property throughout the transaction. The honest reality is that's a very small percentage of people, and most people that sell by owner we're seeing are leaving around $12,000 on the table. If a buyer drives up to a house and sees a for sale by owner sign, they're much more likely to make a lower offer. You just have to understand that going in. But it's not impossible if you're really well prepared. If you would prefer to hire a professional or you have other questions about for sale by owner, feel free to give me a call. I'm Todd Tremonti with Market Experts Realty. You can call me at 844-404-SOLD or find us online at overunderagent.com. And now back to Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement. 1-800-288-9227. That's the number to call. Any home improvement question you have, 1-800-288-9227. Ace Hardware, the helpful place, is taking care of this portion of Texas Home Improvement. Again, that number, 1-800-288-9227. June, how are you today? I am very good. I hope you're good as well. I am doing wonderful. Well, I have a question about bathtub refinishing. I have a tub that needs to be refinished, and I would like to have the name of someone that uh, would be doing that, that you would recommend that would be someone good. Okay. And uh, this is a set-in-place tub? Yes. It's uh, just an ordinary bathtub. Okay. And, and i got to make sure it, it, is, it is a metal tub, not a plastic or fiberglass one. No, it's metal. Okay. Uh, there are a, a few companies out there that do that kind of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them is Miracle Method. Miracle Method. Yes, ma'am. And that's a franchise-type system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they got dealers all over, and they service just local areas i see so you you would have to just look up miracle method and find out who the dealer is in in your particular you know well i'm computer illiterate sir (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't have access to a computer so uh i would need uh, they they are they are in the phone book as well oh are they yes miracle method yes Okay. Now, do you have any others that you recommend? There is one, and I'm trying to look up their number right now because they actually did a nice job for us on a a tub for the Patterson home. Oh, yes. That was a wonderful thing that you all did. uh, Cornerstone resurfacing. Cornerstone resurfacing. Yeah, and if you'll give me a second, I will look up their number for you. Uh, Get into... 
where I can find that. But uh, they did. They actually did a clawfoot tub for us. And mm-hmm. it just, it looked, it, it came out just great. Cornerstone. Let's see. Make sure I spell that right. If they're in the telephone book, I'm sure I could find them. Well, I'm I'm not sure uh, where they would be in the phone book. Oh. But here's okay. a number for you. Mm-hmm. 214. 214. 584-584-6588. Yep. Well, I appreciate that very much. I thank you for your help. You're welcome, and and you you have have a great great weekend. weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You beat me to it. (laughs) And you as well. Thank Thank you, you. Jim. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And if you're wondering if I look up the answers online, as you can tell, I don't. I'm not that good at going online and looking stuff up. I can get a phone number like that, but that's, that's about as far as as my computer skills take me. Craig, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. What can I do for you? Yes, hi. Good afternoon, Jim. Afternoon. So I have a large garage, and the ceiling, the sheetrock in one corner of the ceiling is splitting pretty much from the length of the house all the way out to the end of the garage. It's separated now about a half inch, maybe a quarter to a half inch in areas. Looks like it's running along a rafter. You know how it's nailed in probably to the floor rafters, joists from above. And I just don't Correct. even know where to go to get that fixed or what it might be. Well, it when you say it's a, it's a split about a half inch, is it, a, is it a nice straight line that it's following? It's a perfect straight line that looks like yep. it's just somehow separated right off of a rafter line because I'm yeah. hanging one by I'm hanging bikes from the ceiling so I know there's a, a rafter there because it's right next to where I've uh, screwed into the actual floorboard or the board oh my gosh you didn't do that did you not teasing you oh um, you what, got me on that one <laughs> what what it is is it's a sheetrock joint that has come apart right and uh you know the, the big question is why did it, why is it separated? Because it, for it to open up is not unusual in a garage. You know, in the house, our sheetrock is in air-conditioned space, and so it's climate-controlled, humidity-controlled, all that. In the garage, it's not, and so as a house ages, it can tend to the joints fall apart, basically. The sure. tape will start peeling off and stuff like that. But if it's a half-inch open, that tells me something has moved, whether the joists up there have, you know, too much weight on them or they've sagged or something along that line. That's, and the bikes that's would what not. I believe. I'm t- yeah, I and the bikes would not the, do that. Yeah, definitely, definitely didn't think the bikes. But the folks that moved in before us some 11 years ago had finished out the uh, large space above that garage. So there is um, – we're up there. There's weight of furniture and different things up there. So I thought it might be just a little ah, sag, okay. little sag pressure. And it's—I didn't yep. think it was a big deal. I just didn't want it to be a big deal and leave it alone. And you're 100% correct. That's more than likely what caused it because, the, you know, the 
the uh, ceiling joists for the garage when they were put in, they were not put in with the intention of having a room up there. And so they weren't quite big enough probably to handle the loads that are up there. What you're more than likely going to have to do in order to uh, take care of this sag is end up with a post and a beam in the middle going through the garage. And I got to be honest, I have that in my house because I've got a room up above the garage in my house. And they, I don't think that beam and post was there originally because my house was built in 73. And when I bought it, that floor was so far uh, out of level, I literally <laughs> yeah. ended up taking the plywood up off of it, planing those boards the the floor joist down a little bit and putting the plywood back on it to make the floors flat because I had a huge oh, wow. hump where the post was. Well, you've got okay. just the opposite. You're sagging and probably need to add a post with a beam across there. Uh, as far as somebody to do it, um, really, uh, there's a lot of different contractors who could do it, but a lot of times what you need is for an, a, a structural engineer to look at it and design the spans for you and some of the engineer or some of the contractors can bring somebody in to help them out with that give texas remodel team a call you bet at 844-335-0692 and they'd, they'd be able to help you out with this texas remodel okay Yep. And do you think that post would be in the middle of that large the garage or would it be Yeah, over it, it, by it, the would, beam? it would go it would go right in the middle of the garage and then a beam on top of it to span across the floor joists that are your ceiling joists that are up there. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. Okay. All right. Craig, well, have a great you weekend. Much. You too. And we're going to have to take a quick break here. We got an amber alert to do. So, Lee, go ahead. When it comes to home improvement, Jim Dutton will have you riding the gravy train with biscuit wheels. Here he is on Texas Home Improvement. And this portion is being made possible by More Plumbing Supplies Bath and Kitchen Showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com to find a location near you. All right, you got a home improvement question? 1-800-288-288. 9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Mark, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Jim. I I have a question about insulation. We want to upgrade our insulation in a home that was built around 2001. Um, I have got a couple estimates um, for different depths of insulation. What's adequate in Texas? Uh, for insulation in your attic. I have blown in fiberglass right now, and they're going to add the same type of insulation okay. back. Typically, it, with the blown-in fiberglass, what you're looking for is around 15, 16 inches. Okay. And that's total, that's though, right? Be, I, I probably have... That, go ahead. That's total. They're looking yeah, at R49, R49 or R44. Okay. They gave me two different quotes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I don't 15, know if 44 is going to be adequate or 49. Go ahead. Well, 15 inches will give you R49 with fiberglass insulation. Okay. Uh, and okay. 
So that's that's really what you're looking for. Th 44 is a little bit light, but not much. I mean, uh, but the 15 inches for the R49 is what's typically needed or, or, or recommended here in the DFW area. Okay. Okay. Great. All righty. Well, have, have a great weekend, Mark. I know that you got through. Well, that music yeah, means I got to take a break, but if you want to hold on, I'll be more than happy to come back to you in the in uh, the next segment. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. One eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. You're listening to Texas Home Improvement. Yeah, we do all that twitting and tweeting and Facebooking and carrying on. So give us a like on our Facebook page and unfriend your home improvement problems. You have to admit that was clever. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Well, it was clever enough. I chuckled. That was the first time I heard that one. Hey, this portion is being made possible by Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. 214-343-2601. Or online at sunburstshutters.com. Mark, you had another question. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I, I just, uh, we're, we're looking to upgrade our windows, too, and we, we contacted your advertiser, and he came out uh -huh. very nice, very cordial. And uh, they have a U-factor on their windows of, uh, I think, 0.29. And um, I had another um, window manufacturer come out, and they have a U-factor of 0.7. I know that the lower lower the numbers are better, but is it really that different? No. Uh, the government standards are, are what's uh, dictating it nowadays of what they have to be. Uh, and no, it, it will, when you get into those closer numbers, it doesn't make that big a difference. Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. So let's get to the point. America's Choice Windows. With 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. EcoSafe Pest Control, your natural safe pest control solution. Todd Tremonti's home selling team. Let's get it sold. Rhino Shield Ceramic Coatings, better than paint. Arrington Roofing, the company that still hand nails all of their shingles. Axiom Solar. The Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. And now, broadcasting live from the Floor and Decor Studios, here's Jim Dutton. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by Cadell Electric for all your electrical needs. 214-329-4567. CadellElectric.com. Got a home improvement question? Pick up the phone and give me a call at 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, I'll see what I can do to help you out. Again, that's 1-800-288-9227. Also, don't forget to check out our website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. And 
There you're going to find all kinds of helpful information, links to the different sponsors you hear me talk about, as well as a place where you can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. That's free of charge, upper right-hand corner. So by all means, go take a look at that, thipro.com. But on Saturdays uh, from 12 to 2, I'm here to take your calls and answer your questions. So 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. It's the number to call. Gene, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm wanting to know, Jim, if this uh, house is located in the panhandle. Paint was scraped off of it in December, and it's been rather wet up there, and uh, I'm needing to get it done. It was a, not a wise decision for this person to do that, but uh, how soon after, the, it, how, how long should I wait for the wood to dry out before it's painted? Well, normally, uh, after rains like that, the wood will dry out pretty good in 24 to 48 hours. Okay. So okay. it doesn't it doesn't need weeks or anything. Oh, okay, but it should be put on when it's not going to rain again. Is that correct? You'll you'll want it to, at least a day without rain before you paint it. Yeah. Jim, thank you. One more thing, if you please, where the soffit sure. meets meets the house, it has deteriorated the wood there. What does one do? I've been told that you can clean that out and put some sort of a wood compound in there and paint over it. But I'm not comfortable with that. If it's just a small amount of rot, you can do that. If it's a larger amount, then you'd want to take that board off and put a new one up. Jim, I appreciate this insight. Now, Thank one you, other Joe. thing that you need to do, any place where, where they have scraped all that paint off and got down to bare wood, yes. make sure they prime it before they put the paint on it okay and then how long do you wait after the priming to paint over oh, it, with, it's just a, okay. just a, just a few hours nothing oh, long. okay okay and now what what kind of paint not enamel a mat or what what kind of quality of the paint well i personally like to use a high-end paint anytime i'm painting especially outside because you want something that's going to hold up well uh, you know, as far as the finishes, whether you if you use a flat, it'll mm -hmm. tend to hide the imperfections. You know, like where they scraped off and there's little edges there that will show um, yeah. where there was no paint versus where there mm -hmm. is paint. It'll show less if you use flat. As you go into a uh, semi-gloss and then a gloss, I mean, a gloss shows every imperfection on there. Okay. Uh, Jim, I'm going to ask you one more thing. With the gloss, now, does that have a stretch to it in the cold weather and hot weather? Then it, you know, stretches in hot weather and then shrinks back in cold weather? No more so than a flat paint would. Thank you. I appreciate it, all it, If you're looking insight. for something like that, uh, you'd want to mm -hmm. take a look at that Rhino Shield product because that, that will have a little bit of give to it. All right. Do you know anyone in the panhandle who does this home improvement like your show? <sighs> no, I don't. Worker, All right. Okay. Well, I've had some 
insight now. I know what I'm looking for, thanks to you. You're welcome. And if you need anything else, just feel free to give me a call. I promise. Thank you, King. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And, uh, you know, when you're getting ready to paint, you gotta any loose paint needs to come off. Any bad wood has to be addressed because if you just cover it up, it's not gone. It's just going to mess up your new paint job. And let's face it, we got to paint often enough without having to cover up bad stuff. So, by all means, make sure that they do it right when they do it. 1-800-288-9227. Earlier I played one of the recordings that I had gotten from somebody who called in after the show was over. Let me play another one here. My question is, uh, I have a new home. We've installed travertine floors. I've had someone come in and seal the floors and clean the floors by hand, but the floors are still cloudy looking. And I'm wondering if you have any ideas about what it would take or what I could do to get the floors to have a little more sheen to them and get the, the cloudiness off of them. Okay. On the, on the floors, they actually have, just like we were talking about with paint, they have different finishes. You can get a, a flat, a semi-gloss, a gloss, you know, all all in between as well. They have that on floor uh, sealers as well. And so, you know, if you don't like the sheen you, that you have, yes, it may have to be stripped, but you could put one on. And what you probably are looking for based on this call would be a high-gloss uh, finish. And uh, it, it is possible, but, you know, whether it's got to be stripped or not will depend on if you know what exactly is on the floor right now. Because if not, especially on a, a, a natural stone like that, yeah, they would have to strip it first, which is not that big a deal, and then go ahead and put the new finish over the top of it in order to make it look good. Uh, so that is possible. You can stop by floor and decor. And they can go over all your different choices of finishes and tell you if you can go over the existing finish or not uh, when you talk to them about it. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone and give me a call. I'm going to see what I can do to help you out. Uh, Also, one more time, I want to remind you about THIPro.com. That's where you can go and... You know, find all kinds of links and stuff to help you out. Uh, Again, that's 1-800-288-9227. Okay, I had a a very unusual question that came across my emails. And uh, I I just wanted to address this on, on the air. Okay, I love your show but I did not think this was an on-air question, and I thought it was actually a a pretty neat question to talk about on the air, so that's why I'm going to read it. I'll try to make this short and to the point. I need help and did not know where to turn. The city has been tearing down houses that should have been repaired. At one point, I talked to my city council person, who was also concerned in the city's own words concerning tearing down the houses. We have the money. And if we don't use it, we lose it. That's almost happened to the house next door. But with great effort, I managed to buy the house 
although the city was not happy. After dealing with an unscrupulous company and individuals, I do not have the time or the resources, and I was hoping you could point me in the right direction or put me in touch with the right people to plan or perhaps a joint venture. I would turn all renting aspects over to Texas Wesleyan University for fa faculty or staff housing. The University of Texas at Arlington has considered doing some of the repairs as a class project. I would also like to involve Habitat for Humanity Restore for any supplies needed. I need a contractor or someone to oversee the and finance the project. Payments with interest would come from the rent money collected by Texas Wesleyan University. I have no preconceived ideas of how the house should be remodeled. I think if marketed properly, this could be a great advertising venue for the university. What better way to provide ongoing support for the university and the community? Thank you for your time, Terry. Well, you know, and, and on face it sounded like, well, yeah, that's probably not something for the show. But here's here's what really kind of came to my mind on it. It really is. Because if if the university is looking at, you know, helping out with doing some of the repairs and stuff as a class project, why not also involve their architect department to design the repairs? Now you've got the paperwork to go out and present it to the contractors for getting the right bids and presenting to finance places to help fund doing the project. And if it is a, a, a historic home or something like that, you maybe could even get a grant to help out with it. But it, it could all begin with getting those architectural plans as far as what you're going to do. And you've got, like I said, you've, you've already got people who are willing to come in and do some of the remodeling. And I will guarantee you there is, at, at one of the universities, a department where they train people to be project managers. They could get involved to handle doing the work as well. So all, all the way around, this could turn into a college project virtually rebuilding it. Where you're still going to need funds, though, is for materials and stuff like that. So I, I would, that's, and that's the main reason I would recommend that you use the architectural drawings to make some arrangements for financing or grants in order to buy those materials and such. But yeah, that sounds like it would be a very interesting project to, uh, to be involved with. Jim Dutton to the rescue. Oh, yeah. Jim Dutton to the rescue. You bet. Jim Dutton to the rescue. Okay. Jim Dutton to the rescue. I've had tons of questions, but you're just always on the ball. You know what you're doing. I just appreciate you so much. Oh, you're going to make me turn red now. <laughs> Thanks again. Here's more with Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion is made possible by America's Choice Windows. Ten windows for just thirty-six eighty. Give them a call. Got a home improvement question? 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Ronald, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Yes, sir. Good talking to you, Jim. Nice talking to you. Uh, I bought a new home last year, and the builder uh, poured the sidewalks before they leveled the yard real good. 
I finally got them to replace the sidewalk out by the street, but the one going from the drive to the house is still nicked up. Do you have any recommendations on what I could do, a thin coat or something to improve that sidewalk? Okay, you're saying it's, it's just scarred up and stuff? It's it's yeah, high yeah, enough it's, and everything, right? Yeah, it's scarred up, yes. It's got some okay. small, small nicks and gouges in it. Yeah. Have you thought about putting one of those coatings on it, you know, to make it look like rock or anything? Well, that's that's the reason I'm calling you, to find out what's available. Okay. Well, you know, if I had that situation, that's what I'd be looking at. I mean, you could put tile on it if you want, but, you know, in our weather, uh, being out in the open that way, I, I, I'm fine with the tiles on on uh, patios and you know covered areas and stuff but not a sidewalk i i, I just find that it doesn't hold as well as you mm -hmm. want it to so take a look at some of the coatings that they can put on it um i'm trying to think of somebody i could refer you to who actually does the coatings okay the uh front porch is the same elevation as the sidewalk so i might have to do it also i guess well, I would recommend you do it as well, just so you have a nice uniform look. Mm -hmm. and, and, the, and what I'm talking about putting on is, is going to be, you know, like less than a quarter inch. I mean, it's very thin. Okay. And uh, have you saw anybody yet that could do this? You can try Stone Coat. Stone Coat? Yeah, 972 380 2700. Okay. Uh, well, I'm talking to you. Oh, uh, my wife has talked about brick on the front porch. Do you okay. have any recommendations on whether to do brick or not on the front porch? Oh, it works fine. Okay. Okay. All righty. I appreciate your help. All right, Ronald. You take care. Well, thank you very much. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have. Jerry, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. I've got a, a problem I hope you can help me with, uh, with some suggestions. I've got uh, a fairly sizable house. Uh, I've got gutters all the way around. And uh, they're starting to kind of wear down and droop a little. And then I'm getting, you know, I've got a high-pitched roof. And it just, uh, those gutters just don't seem to hold that water uh, coming down in such velocity. And I'm looking for, in terms of replacing them, what is the best way to go uh, to get them replaced um, and in a way that can accommodate all of the water flow. Okay, you're saying more water is coming down than what the gutter can handle? Yes, sir. What you probably need to look at is an oversized gutter. Uh, most gutters, you know, run at like a four-inch. Correct. And, that's what I have. Uh, yeah, they make an oversized that's, I can't remember if it's five or six inches now. I've seen uh, some five advertised, but... yeah. And that that's what you're going to end up doing. If you've got a large roof and, you know, a lot of water comes off of it, you just have to step up the sides just, just like you would a pipe if it was for a drain field. 
and on the on the downspouts, do you recommend uh, a certain number of those? It seems like, and and I've got trees and debris issues, and and uh, you know, trying to keep the debris out of the darn things is is just a real headache. Uh, any ideas about how to tackle the debris problem? Uh, I've sure. heard you talk about the gutter brush uh, yep. idea. I haven't looked into that very much, but I, uh, uh, any any kind of help in that regard? And then the downspouts, it seems like maybe I just don't have enough downspouts. Well, you should have a downspout like every 25 feet. Okay. And that may be part of your problem if you don't have enough downspouts. Could, that could be the reason the water is backing up up in the gutter. Okay. Secondary thing is, as far as you know, stuff getting stuck in there, mm-hmm. they make oversized downspouts as well. Okay. And that makes it it makes it more difficult for things to get stuck in there. Okay. That those because, are uh, good things for me to to consider. Yeah, and then of course, yeah, like something like the the gutter brush. Uh, that helps because it keeps the debris out of the gutters themselves. Yeah, I, I hate to put uh, you on the spot, but do do you know much? I mean, the leaf guard thing looks perfect, except it doesn't look like it could accommodate the water flow. Well, they have different sizes as well. Okay. And the way a leaf guard system works is, as the water comes down, you know, it it hugs on it it it, st- it, it adheres to whatever it's coming down, and so it hits that. And at the end uh, of the little top of it, it yeah. curls down into the gutter. And so it just takes that sheet of water and curls it into the gutter itself. I've, I've heard, Jim, that, that you can get tr- there's trouble with some backwash on the back of that thing. Is that something you found or you're aware of? Is well, there that's any problem any, with that water, you know, instead of it gutter, going right off into the gutter, it kind of, on the leaf guard, it kind of backs up. No. Any gutter can back up like that. A lot of people don't realize, but the back side of the gutter, where it attaches to the fascia board, yes. on most gutters, it is lower than the front side of the gutter. So when your gutter overfills like yours are doing, water is actually running on the back side and getting your soffits saturated. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll have less of that problem with the leaf guard system than you do with regular gutters. Okay. Do you have time for one more quick question? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Let me let me ask you a quick one about replacement windows. I'm in the market for those. I hear you guys advertise, you know, all the time. And I'm again, the vinyl windows kind of scare me a little bit. But you sound what? like you're comfortable with with the, a good vinyl window. Is that right? Absolutely. Why Why would the vinyl scare you? Uh, just you know, you hear and you read all kinds of issues about them. The the deterioration of them is is too quick, or and this, that, and the other, and they don't hold up. Um, you know, as you know, the only places to, that you're going to really see putting that information out is competitors who use a different material. <laughs> That's right. That's where I primarily see it. So. Yep. Okay, that, so the, the that, that, that's kind of like vinyl when, window is fine. Absolutely, and, and okay. you know the, the thing is, if you take a look at the cost, and I'm going to use America's Choice as an example. If you look at the cost of that window at three hundred and sixty-eight dollars a window, yeah, and then you compare that to, well, let, let's uh, 
let's call it like it is. Renewal by Anderson has ads out right now saying vinyl windows, uh, you know, don't hold up. They don't exactly. work, all this kind of stuff. Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying anything. They're not advertising themselves. Look at the cost difference. Oh, yeah. It's For the cost of that Anderson window, you could put in three that's right. Of these America's Choice windows. So are you ever going to pay for those windows? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. And, and the vinyl holds up for years. Is that? Is oh, that... yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I appreciate that very much. All righty. You Thank take you, care. Sir. Bye-bye. You can't teach an old Texan new tricks. Man, at 68 years old, I'm still learning stuff from you. Unless you're Jim Dutton. Here's more with Jim on Texas Home Improvement. And let me tell you who's taking care of this portion of Texas Home Improvement. It's Axiom Solar, DFW's authority in renewable energy. Let's jump straight back into the calls. Luke, welcome to WBAP. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing great. How about you? Pretty good. Hey, I've got a rent house that I live in. Um, and the reason I want to stay in this rent house is because the rent is pretty low. Uh, it's about $800 a month. Uh, okay. But I have a problem with the foundation. I've got cracks in, you know, around certain door frames, and I've got actually cracks in the ceiling in the kitchen area and the dining room area. And these cracks are, are pretty large. I mean, they, they run the length of the dining room and area. How and, wide are um, they? Uh, they're not very wide. I would say no more than an eighth of an inch. Okay. They're not too but, bad, then. Okay, but, but they but they are very long. I'm, I'm talking right. probably, I don't know, um, four to five feet in length. Okay. And uh, it, my wife and I just found out recently, within the within the last week or two, that it's actually in our contract, in our lease contract, that we are responsible for watering the foundation. Okay. Uh, however, these cracks were there when we moved in two years ago. And I don't know what to do about it. We want to stay in this house for at least another year or two, before, you know, because we're trying to save up some money so well, we can buy some property. Sure. Watering the foundation really isn't difficult at all. In fact, if you'll go to uh, my website, thipro.com, click on the link to Do West Foundation Repair. And there are detailed watering instructions under the preventative maintenance there that tells you right. how to do it yourself with soaker hoses. Right. Uh, I, I I have been to your website uh, several months ago, matter of fact, and I did look at that, and, and it, I, I just thought that maybe, you know, watering the foundation, if, if that, I didn't see that in the contract when I initially signed it uh, almost two years ago. But sure. uh, apparently it is in there. But I just thought if they wanted us to water the foundation that, you know, maybe they should have put an apparatus in place where we could do so. Well, one would think, wouldn't you? Uh, you? You would think so. Yeah, I would have. 
unfortunately, I will tell you, most people when when you when you have rent places, if you put it in there, the renters shut it off because oh, you're using all my water, but they really don't use that much water. Right. I, I mean, I know about the regulator and the soaker hose and burying it, you yeah. know, about four or six inches below the ground and around yeah. the perimeter of uh, uh, around the perimeter of the property, but. Um, well, Luke, that like music means I've got to take a take a quick break. It's really not. Lay the soaker hoses out on the surface. You don't have to bury them. The, you bury them because that uh, helps save on the water consumption, and you don't have to move them to mow and stuff, but they'll work sitting on the surface as well. You're listening to Texas Home Improvement. Yeah, we do all that twitting and tweeting and Facebooking and carrying on. So give us a like on our Facebook page and unfriend your home improvement problems. You have to admit that was clever. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, and this portion is made possible by the Bath and Kitchen Showplace. To find a location near you, simply go to bkshowplace.com. That's where you're going to find all the best plumbing supplies for your home, whether it's a fixture, a toilet, a bathtub, whatever you need, the Bath and Kitchen Showplace is the place to go. All righty, Christy, what can I do for you? And I'm really short on time, so go ahead. That's okay. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, we built a house last fall, moved in in September, and we started having uh, cracks in our wood uh, as the winter set in and it started getting cold little subtle cracks and pops in our wood floors, but we had pretty good sized cracks in, in between the, the seams of our uh, crown molding. And then uh-huh. now as it's gotten warmer, they've, you know, we were thinking that we were going to have to come get the builder to fill them in with putty or whatnot, um, but, or whatever they used to fill those. But now they seem to have kind of closed back down. Is that something that we're going to be dealing with every winter? We're going to have these well, big openings what in the happens? Scene? Yeah, what happens is uh, the wood, when you initially fire up all the air conditioning system and stuff, it dries out, so it shrinks Uh a little bit. With all this rain we've been getting, it's expanded a little bit. You probably should have the builder come out and redo it uh, just to seal it up again, because it's not unusual for that to happen the first year. That's it. Have a great week, and I'll talk to everybody next weekend.